Welcome to Ladle to the Grave. I'm Jameson. And I'm Lavana. I want to first say thank you guys so much. This is our second episode, and we were so encouraged and so thankful to everybody who listened to the first episode that we decided to actually keep making the podcast. Yep. We'll uh, Lavana, you said your mom in particular had a response to it. Yeah, she had a very um, emotional response to episode one and told me that she had trouble sleeping that night because it just kind of brought up a lot of repressed memories she had around soup. Mm. Um, I think people also have been, uh, felt very um, polarized around uh, Italian wedding. And I didn't realize that people feel so strongly about Italian wedding either way. So when you attacked me on air uh, for liking what is essentially very common and favorited soup, uh, that resonated with the listeners. It did. I had a few people come up to me and say, you're crazy. Italian wedding is great. And then Mm. I had one person actually say to me, you are right. Italian wedding is trash. Was that one person yourself in a mirror? (laughs) Yes. Or a fictionalized person? Yes. It certainly wasn't an authentic, organic person. It was me in a wig. Stopped you on the street. Yeah, it was. It was me in a wig. So I guess uh, the next thing is for you to issue an on-air apology for everything that you said about Italian wedding soup. No, it's not going to happen. But I have it. It is in the rotation now at Whole Foods. Mm. So um, maybe next episode we should. uh, I I will give it another shot. What's the hate mail situation been like? You getting a lot of it? Not yet. Okay. I, I've the response has been. Well, I sent a lot. So very I'm surprised you haven't gotten them yet. <laughs> I've the response has been surprisingly positive, um, <clears throat> but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening, and hopefully um, the episodes just get better. Yeah, probably right. <laughs> or at least stay. Semi. Well, you know what? They'll at least get shorter. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, we appreciate everyone who actually listened for the full hour. Because um, <laughs> uh, even I struggled with that. <laughs> <laughs> even I was like, Jesus, an intermission would be nice. <laughs> uh, but they will get shorter. We're, we're still getting our wings. Um, and even now, as we beleaguer this intro, I think yeah, we'll I even think we streamline wrap a little this bit. Up. Yeah. yeah, so, all right. This is a very fun show uh, we're going to have today. We're going to talk about the origins of bird's nest soup. And we are going to be talking to Mary Basmachian, who is a very well-known Armenian comedian. So pull up a bowl. And get comfortable. For a whole new episode of... Ladle to the Grave. This episode of Ladle to the Grave is brought to you by Supaventus, the makers of Soup IV. Supaventus. In 2017, a group of holistic scientists outside of East Chowderton got together and asked the bold question... Why are we still eating our soup? We know soup has a million health benefits, and nothing gets you nutrients faster and more efficiently than an intravenous drip. So now you can reap all the health benefits of soup by injecting it directly into your bloodstream with SoupRx, now available at Golden Corral, Applebee's, and Urgent Care. And look out for Soupventus Suppositories, coming soon to a Panera near you. Side effects may include stock sweats, spontaneous broth secretions, involuntary erections at the smell of soup, bouillon rash, and death. Consult a doctor if any of these symptoms persist or get more delicious. Soup Ventus. Soup is in our blood. I think we all think of soup as this nourishing, good, wholesome thing. Yes. And usually it is. But with everything that is light, there's also a dark side. 
Soup has a dark side? Soup has a dark side. Soup is no exception Mm. to um, the balance of life. I see. And soup has been around long enough to see some of the best parts of humanity, but also the worst parts of humanity. And I wanted an area for us to explore the worst parts of humanity. Very, very interesting. So in this segment, we're going to explore soup's role in the dark part of our history. Welcome to Dark Cauldron. Soup. So today's Dark Cauldron is going to be about bird's nest soup. Oh, that already sounds pretty dark. Yeah, it's going to be pretty dark. What do you know about bird's nest soup? Right now, um, it, it doesn't involve twigs. I'm assuming. Um, okay. Uh, I know. Let's, let's nothing. eliminate everything. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't involve twigs or feathers. Okay. Uh, is there an egg in it? Does uh, it have an egg? There is uh, tangentially an egg involved. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's uh, bird's nest soup. Does it? Does it come in a bird's nest? Bird's nest soup is a bird's nest. What? Let that sink in. Wait a second. Freak out, man. Freak out. Wait. So it's an actual bird's nest? Yes. Does it it have broth? So here's what bird's nest soup is. Bird's nest soup, or as it's also known as caviar of the East, or its Chinese name, Yan Wao, is exactly what it sounds like. It's soup in which the main ingredient is an actual bird's nest. Uh, It is the most expensive and one of the most controversial soups in the world and also has a super dark history. Interesting. That can't feel good coming out. No. (laughs) I imagine it would be about the same coming out as it would going in. (laughs) People describe bird's nest soup as soft and jelly-like, which are not normally things I want in any food other than jelly. Right. Uh, I wouldn't associate that with a bird's nest either. Not at all. So the bird in the bird's nest soup is mm-hmm. the white nest swiftlet. Okay. Also known as the edible nest swiftlet. Interesting. One of the worst bird's names. I've edible ever nest heard. swiftlet. The name's terrible. I really hate the name they've given us. It's just edible nest swiftlet or white yeah. nest swiftlet. It's something that doesn't really describe at all the bird. Yeah. But something about the bird. Like if right. they were going to describe me as one bedroom Jameson. <laughs> Iron deficient Jameson. <laughs> Just something that doesn't. That is, I think people do probably describe you that way. I have seen that online. Yeah. <laughs> it's always it's hurtful forums. at Thanksgiving yeah. and uh, also extremely accurate. <laughs> so in Chinese lore, the swift bird's saliva is supposed to be the key to eternal life. It's supposed to have all these health benefits like increased libido, increased skin health, solve respiratory problems prolong life and of course absolutely zero of those have been substantiated yeah and who is like the first person that comes up with this stuff like who is the guy who's, who's like decided that guys you, s- you see that bird spitting up there let me kick some knowledge that's what's gonna do you. it yeah you want to live a few Get extra ready. years why don't you kill that bird's home and eat it yeah that should do it forget diet and exercise all you got to do <laughs> is eat this nasty ass bird and its nest and you will be Living reborn, yeah, for a long time and be all low bread sexy. pressure. I don't know, yeah, eat a snail, yeah. There's a anyway. lot of that that goes on. So it had to be like it had to be like one guy that said that, and then everyone just kind of was like, maybe because it's so weird. Oh, yeah, there's usually someone who couldn't sell the snake oil anymore that yeah. rolled through uh 16th century China, yeah. Said, so you want to live a little longer because I think people are living around 30, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, you want to make it to 35, everybody? What? A full life can be achieved. Eat this other bird's home. Yes. So it's one of the most expensive soups in the world. Three ways, or trifold. Okay. So uh, the demand way outweighs the supply. Right. It is a very laborious process to clean bird's nests. Oof. And it is also extremely difficult to get the bird's nests. Can I ask, did you find out how much does this cost? So I can get to that. Uh... So the numbers on this, a single bowl in the U.S. is between $30 to $100. Um, Bird nests can be bought for up to $6,600 per kilogram. $6,600? Per kilogram, yeah. The average rate for worse bird's nest is about $3,300 per kilogram. So like less, it's like less spit. (laughs) Worse spit. Yeah. Yeah, Flemier. Yeah. If a swiftlet is sick. Okay. You get a worse one. Yeah. So there are ranges. Uh, so there's different kinds of swiftlets. The red bird swiftlets are much more expensive, while the white bird ones are like kind of lame and not as expensive. Okay. Yeah. It's a very expensive soup. The dark part of this history, and this is like kind of half substantiated, half urban lore. Okay. So the nests were first picked and traded in China around 600 A.D., during the Tang Dynasty, and apparently the private chef <laughs> of Emperor Yan Jian around that time uh, was kind of insatiable. Every chef he went through, he would end up executing because they couldn't bring him something more exciting. Mm-hmm. More I think flavorful. we all understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've executed many a chef. Yeah, mostly from Applebee's, just yeah. for not uh, cooking fajitas correctly. Yeah. While factual documentation is kind of scarce. In her story, The Emperor and the Cook, the story of bird's nest soup, A.M. Zukarian describes the popular history where the emperor was threatening the chef with execution if he did not find a new dish to prepare that could satisfy the emperor. So the chef went down to the wharf and talked to his usual buddies. Right. Fishermen. His wharf buddies. Wharf dudes. Yeah. We all have a good group. Wharf crew. When things aren't going well at home, you go down to the wharf yeah. and kick it with your cronies. Yeah. Uh, one of them had just brought back this box of bird nest from Borneo. And he asked, how do I cook it? He said, I have no idea. That's your job. <laughs> I know it's popular there. Uh, so okay. So it was already like a thing that people ate in Borneo. It was people think, yes. Borneo. Oh, okay. I think, uh, yes. People were ahead reading of the this times. in Borneo. Yeah. Ahead of the times. Yeah. Um, didn't realize what an expensive thing they're about to have. Right. He bought this box and he did what he could with it. He cooked it and it came out like bird's nest soup does. Right. Which is soft, jelly-like, not that flavorful. Gave it to the emperor Emperor tried it and said, this sucks mm-hmm. in Chinese. Okay. Um, Don't know how to say that. No. If somebody can tell us, that would be... I actually would be interested to know what, yeah. how you say, you say it that. sucks that in sucks. Chinese, yeah. just to add more flavor to my own vernacular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd feel more cultured if I could say things suck in other languages. Yeah. Uh, gave it to the emperor. He said, this isn't very good. And the chef begged him, try one more time. Emperor tried it. I had it. Again, this isn't very good. Just try one more sip. Had another spoonful. This still sucks. I don't I don't want this. That's it. You're going to lose your life. Mm-hmm. And so the um, emperor kind of had to facsimilate. Well, look, in Borneo, it takes three times for it to really sink in. What? The eternal life. He said, oh, this is from Borneo? You didn't... <laughs> 
This shit's from Borneo, motherfucker? Shit's from Borneo? You didn't tell me that? You imported this? <laughs> was the reaction of the emperor. This shit's from Borneo? <laughs> I said, yeah, this shit's from Borneo. Oh, I didn't realize it was foreign. This is awesome. Keep oh. making this. Oh, okay. Wow, what an easily impressed king. Yeah. 600 AD. <laughs> it was a little easier to impress. Um, so... The chef got to keep his job and his, his head. Nice. Uh, so the dark part of his history is that the emperor asked, what's it made of? And the chef wouldn't tell him to retain his job security. Oh, fucking smart chef, this one. When he ran out of bird's nests, he would send a crew back to Borneo to collect more. Right. When they'd get back, he'd kill them all to oh. protect the secret. Damn. And he did this every time he needed a new bird's nest. So... Bird's nest, we already discussed, is very difficult to collect and to clean. And they only come from this one area. So every time he'd send a crew to Borneo, every time they'd come back, he'd kill all of them. That is ballsy. And that cycle would continue every six months. Wow. Because how would nobody... The word never got around. Apparently, like, word never got around. He was the <laughs> emperor's private chef. Like, oh, yeah, you just... every other community. Every other uh, crew that's gone to Borneo has uh, gone missing. The wharf is looking a little thin these days. <laughs> yeah, what's, what's going on with that? Uh, but John Yu's buddy is hanging out a lot. <laughs> Nobody ever put those pieces together, and nice. I assume whatever police force existed wasn't that interested in... Right. ...in killing the guy or... Yeah. Tracking I him guess down. That, yeah, I mean, as long as the king was getting his <clears throat> saliva soup. Yeah, which is a really weak thing to lose your life for. Yeah. You bird spit. Yeah. A box of it. Well, times times have changed. Yeah. Thankfully. And that is Dark Cauldron. Ooh. Ooh. Soup. <laughs> soup. <laughs> okay, so our guest this uh, week or time, whatever, uh, on Ladle to the Grave is our dear friend Mary Basmachin, who is a comedian and actress from Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Um, she performs all over LA. Um, she does some regular shows at Flappers, and you can pretty much catch her. Comedy you know, store. Yeah. yeah. And she's huge on Instagram. She's an influencer. Mm. Huge is, is actually no, yeah. underserving it. Mammoth might be the, the better No, term. no. She's I'm next just... to Kim Kardashian, the most famous Armenian on Instagram. If you could just see my face right now. <laughs> Easily. No. Easily. That's adorable. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, so thank you so much, Mary, for being on the show with us today. Thank yes, you for having welcome. me. Welcome. Yeah, welcome. Thank you. Yes, to, the, to Jameson's lair. Um, yes. So... What is your favorite soup? You know, I gotta go with clam chowder. Really? Wow. I love that is clam a chowder. Ball. Really? Not expecting it. Is yeah, it because it's not a soup. I mean, no, it's a soup, it's a right? Soup. No, no, it's a soup. I would say we've, it's a soup. We've contested it, but the chowder stew chili, yeah, 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 yeah. it all belongs in soup. Do you yeah. like New England clam chowder or Manhattan? So the white or the red? The white. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Who eats yeah. the red? Really? No one really. I also I, wonder. What, the red one is New York. Yeah, Manhattan, right? Manhattan clam chowder. Russian clam chowder. Russian? Is that what it is? No, it's not. I think it's it's Manhattan clam chowder. Uh, Where did that love for clam chowder come from? Because that's not really in LA or California. No way. It's very East Coast. Well, look, it's 70 degrees here all the time. There's not much call for, like, piping 
clam You know, I can't. I um, Maybe, like, I had it at a restaurant when we went one time, like, at Conrad's or something like that. And I was like, ooh, I really like this. And then um, that's, like, you know, low, uh, qual- not, like, like kind of bad quality, you know, compared to like homemade ones and really, yeah. yeah. So like, I started having better made clam chowder, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is fucking amazing!" Interesting. I love fish. That was a gateway uh, chowder for okay. you. Yeah, I love yeah. fish. I love oysters, and then they got the little crackers you get to throw yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, oyster crackers. I yes. think kind of make it. There's a functionality yes. to it. That's pretty. Awesome. Overall, really good. fish soup always kind of freaked me out because it's like. It's like too close to their natural environment. Do you know what I mean? Like it always kind of. Was well, there's weird something to me. a little, that a little hilarious. horrible to it where you're eating the fish. Maybe I don't know five minutes from where it grew up. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But clam chowder. I but I clam chowder. I never I can't thought get of down it with. that way. Do, and don't do think of it ever chowder. that way again, or you're not going to be able to enjoy it. I'm still going to eat clam chowder. <laughs> um, well, here's a funny story. Please. Mm-hmm. So as a kid, I had a weird fear of going to the bathroom, number two, okay? Number Why? two. What were you afraid of? The pain. I don't know. Like, it was painful, you, you know? You experienced pain. Yes, because I wouldn't go for a couple days. Oh, wow. Oh, and it's not right. good, you know, when no. you do that, obviously. The right. source of the pain. Yes, yeah. exactly. But I was scared of it, and it was just, like, this whole weird psychological right. thing. So I hadn't gone to the bathroom in, I want to say, like, a month, okay? It what? was no. It was, like, little, like, it wasn't fully. Right, you, you did top-offs. I mean, you did yeah. maintenance. Yeah. Maintenance dumps. <laughs> <laughs> sure. And then... Um, my dad found out, and he was like, oh, hell no, we're not having this. I like, want to know how he found out. Well, because I had to tell him. In the bathroom like, for 50 seconds. Well, he would always, because I had to tell him at first when I, he heard me talking about it with my grandma, and then he ha- he kept checking on, like, okay, did you go to the bathroom today? Did you go? And I was like, no, I didn't. Leave me alone. <laughs> and so finally he was like, no, this is fucked up. Like, you need to go to the bathroom. So he made, like, shit ton of soup. I don't know what kind of soup it was. He was he was like, you have to eat soup. You have to. I was like, what kind of soup do I have? To? He's like, any kind just to, like, loosen up your stomach a little. Oh. That's the warmed up laxative, yeah. basically. Okay. He's like, eat soup so, like, you can go to the bathroom. Yeah. And that's was kind that's of, like, That's an interesting my... logic. Yeah. He thinks it, um, what do you say? Portulatsna. It means like to make the stomach loose. I don't know. <laughs> see, you see what I'm talking about? I feel like I'm an immigrant. <laughs> we, I think we just refer to it as Dolkalax, but uh, <laughs> right? there, there are different words for it in different cultures. soup and made me eat soup <laughs> yeah. for no reason. <laughs> no, that was like my thing. I wouldn't really eat any soup or watery foods or whatever. Because your like dad it. said you fucking will. It no, 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 before that, that. Okay. no, before that, I hated soup. I oh. was like, this is stupid. Mm. Why am I wasting time blowing on the food, okay? Right. <laughs> it was too hot, and I was just like, I don't want this, you know, as a kid. Yeah. I didn't like it. Interesting. Yeah, the only time I would eat soup is if I was sick or something. Right. It always then, feels like an older person's meal anyway. I do feel like it's that, but it's not. chicken nugget. It's not, you know, there are yeah, meals yeah. that feel like yeah. kids' meals, and there are meals that feel like there's a 401k attached to right. this soup. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm just saying this. I'm sharing my experience yeah. so that people with the same problem. This is what my dad's remedy was for yeah, constipation. Yeah, the stomach. You know, he's like, it loosens the stomach. Eat some soup. And that then, is the, uh, we do have a stool tip section of the podcast, <laughs> and uh, this will function well in that. We're going to say that. Great. <laughs> <laughs> that was stool tips with I, Mary Basmachi. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's funny. Would you be interested in being the spokesperson for our laxative soup? <laughs> <laughs> laxative soup? 
Mm. Yeah, we actually we're working on an alcoholic soup uh, line, and laxative yeah. soup really is the next. Uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're sick of water taking up that market. Where how do you how do you say soup in Armenian? Soup. <laughs> <laughs> Levana's face was, uh, <laughs> was like, she was, waiting she was for ready like for at least really... five syllables. Yeah. She was really ready for at least five syllables. <laughs> no, I swear, we just say wow. soup. Wow. <laughs> really? Yeah. So or wait, like, wait, what was that, though? That was like a soup. Soup cousins. Do you want soup? Okay. That was a or sentence. She's still not what you get. <laughs> there is like kololak of soup. Kololak, it means like round. So it's like meatball soup. That one's interesting. Gololak. Gololak, you gotta roll it up. Gololak. 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 There is gololak, and then there is hashlama. Hashlama is like, I can't, I can't remember what kind of meat, it, but it's really good. I'm thinking lamb. I want to say lamb. Um, they usually make that for when someone passes away. Mm-hmm. Like what? Really? Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Look at the role soup plays in our lives. Yeah. Man, mm-hmm. tone, yeah, no, soup certainly carries a tone, it seems mm-hmm. like. Yeah. We're talking about Savas. Okay, so um, today... Here on Ladles of the Grave, we're talking about Savas, <laughs> which is, to our belief, an Armenian soup. And we wanted to honor our guest Mary by having an Armenian soup today. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, Lavana, tell us a little bit about so, what you know about Sabas. Uh, when I Googled Sabas, mm-hmm. pretty much all I can tell is that it's a yogurt-based soup um, that has some kind of grain in it sometimes, or rice, mm-hmm. and then a bunch of herbs. And mm-hmm. that varies. I think, you know, it's one of those, it's like, it's like chicken noodle soup in that, you know, everybody has their kind of own family recipe. And mm-hmm. probably depending on where you grew up in Armenia, it would be different. Sometimes there's meat in it. The one we're having today, I don't think has meat in it, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Is it a hot or cold soup? It is both, which is interesting. What? Because there aren't that many soups, I would say, that you can, that they the actually do say switch. you can eat mm. hot or cold. Very few. So, they said cold? We're going to have it cold today. It's a diverse okay. soup that way. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, in the winter, people in Armenia eat it hot, but in the summer, it is a soup that cools you down. So okay. the version we're having today, um, what do we know about that? It's texture, it's look. What color is it? It is It's white with some green. <laughs> All right. <laughs> And it's kind of, I don't know, I guess you'll see the texture. I guess it's, a, it's around the texture of... Um, Chowder? Yeah, of like a chowderish soup. And then... Depends on how you make it, too. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. So this is a thickish one. Um, It has... Oh, she thick. Oh, she thick. This soup (laughs) thick. (laughs) God damn, that soup thick. (laughs) It's a hot summer day in Glendale. It's not an easy day for you because... The woman who waxes your eyebrows quit and didn't tell you about it right before you're about to go to the wedding of your ex. So you feel not so hot. You go to your auntie's house looking for some comfort, looking for some cooling comfort. As you're sitting on the couch, you hear your Auntie Vartouche banging around in the kitchen. 
and then she calls out. Mary, Ari Bales, Ari Sapasem Sarkelanens Hamova shot, shot Hamova. Yes, you reply, assuming that was a question. And she brings you a cold bowl of her famous spas. And it, all at once, you feel at peace with your bushy eyebrows and your spas. This is so good. Yeah, I don't know how to cook for shit. Really? I don't, yeah. That's really bad. I should probably learn. You can't even, can you make soup? Depends on what kind of soup. Yeah. yeah. I've tried to make sipas. I can't make sipas. Really? Shit is complicated. Here's the thing, it's a lot just of soups. yogurt and water. <laughs> I feel like a lot of soups, you so, can just throw shit in the crock yeah, pot right. and leave it alone. Yeah, There's not, you stir where it is, Where in this do you just see yogurt no. and water? <laughs> no. I look at this, I don't see step one. But there's no. chop, so you, you just chop things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, but you gotta <laughs> provide more than you just chop things. You chop things. You gotta cook the barley or whatever. Yeah. You gotta chop yogurt into thin slices. <laughs> um, no, I get what you're saying, though. It's that someone yeah. knew how long this should simmer. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and when to I put mean, in I mean, I say it's, it's easy to make, but make I it. didn't make it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I went and bought it. Confrontational, on my own the grave. So I'm going to ask you, because it is important for me to learn how to tell somebody to go fuck themselves in, oh. in every language. How do we Figure say it. that in Armenian? Go fuck yourself? Or like, what is the, how do I really Get insult f- somebody? Like, really insult Like, for example, my Russian friend taught me a phrase that translates to, Motherfucker. go fuck yourself, you fucking asshole, go and live inside of an asshole. Wow. Wow. That is hard. It is harsh. It's Russian. I mean, hey. Yeah. And she said, like, if you say that to somebody. That's it. I mean, if you say that to anyone in any language. That doesn't need to be in Russian, by the way. Go live in an asshole. Yeah. You know? Or whatever. Yeah. Is that what that would be? What is, in in Armenian, what is is the, the equivalent? In Armenian... With the cuss words, it has your. You technically don't cuss at the person; you cuss at their parents. Like okay. you say, that's shit a mob really thing. Fun. Yeah, yeah. You cuss at their parents, their family, their generation, their everything. Like it's just it's fucked up. Or, or uh, there's a saying. Uh, I don't know if I should say it in Armenian. I feel like the Armenians will get so pissed. Those that understand yeah. it will be furious. Yeah. That's how bad. Like I really? mean, really. Oh God, you gotta it's tell just, us it's now. It's just it's very yeah. so it's so vulgar. 
Okay. That's that's what I wanted though. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So are a lot of curses actual curses? Like I'm hexing you into like bad fortune. Yeah. 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 Totally. There is. We have a lot of those hexing shit going on. (laughs) Um, That's why we have the blue eyes, the evil eye things. The other day I was taking my I was my grandma driving in the car, and as a tradition we have those uh, blue eyes in our cars. And my grandma looks around. She had never been in my car before. She goes, "Where's your blue eye?" Where is it? I'm like, bitch, are you for real? Like, I'm not. I'm like, for what? She goes, so no one can hex you. <laughs> I'm so serious. A sort of traveling um, perimeter. Right? That guards you. Um, You know, the, the saying, kunam lavat. Kunam lavat. Yeah. What? That means fuck your wellness. Fuck your. <laughs> God fuck damn. Your, yeah. like, fuck insane. your existence. That's pretty good. Type shit. Like, That's love good. means good. Lavat means like. Everything that's good about your life, like oh my god, <laughs> fuck it. I mean, like, they do not play. That is. Okay, sad. I that's why I didn't want to. I was like, man, it's fuck really fucked wife. up, dude. It's really fucked your up. Your white blood cell count? Fuck that. <laughs> your insulin levels? No, fuck that. <laughs> your good credit score? Fuck that! <laughs> you know how you just got an oil change? No, fuck that! <laughs> I love it. That's insane. Yeah, we just lump it all together. Wait, unsay that to me because you were looking Everything at me when you said well. that. Now yeah, I'm scared. I'm scared yeah. now. You gotta yeah. remove it because there's not a blue eye around you. At the yeah. Moment. Mm-hmm. How do how do we have uh, unlift? Yeah, unlift. Take it. another spoonful, boss. No. It's <laughs> a bathing There's a sauce. whole yeah. story with like. Um, witchcraft and all that kind really? of shit. Well, yes. And it involves the church a lot of times. What do you, which wait, is creepy what, as fuck. What's fun. going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you're like, Where? wait a minute. Well, hold on, yeah. Right. So um, there's always like folktale and stuff like that. But like the churches in Armenia, especially the ones in the mountains, they're like really fucking old, okay? So like, like when you go in, it's kind of like a little mountain type thing. It's very ancient type. You know, the walls are not regular walls. So like you might see some holes in the walls or whatever. When you put your hand in the hole and dig out, you just dig out like little pieces of paper, mm-hmm. just a shit ton of little pieces of paper ripped and like folded and put in. And they write a bunch of stuff on it. They scribble some kind of writing. You can't really tell what it says. But it's um, it's called Tucht u Gij. Gid is writing, tucht is paper, so paper and writing. And that's the type of, like, witchcraft some people do. And they, like, write shit, and then they, I guess, putting it in church gives it the power that they want. I don't know. Um, One time I remember I was helping because I used to go to church all the time. I was, like, a total churchgoer. Really? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, (laughs) yeah. Constantly going up the mountain. Yeah, yeah. No, I, um, I, right? No, I I went to St. Gregory's a lot. Like, that was my... My grandma would always take me, but I was helping after the church. I was helping the guy that cleans up after the church and stuff. So we're helping, and there's, like, a carpet. You know those, like, really fancy Persian carpets you've seen? Yeah, sure. So there's, like, a carpet like that on the altar where, like, the priest has to stand and the altar boys or whatever. So we're lifting the carpet up to clean up or whatever, and you just see, like, a bunch of pictures. (sighs) A bunch of pictures under the carpet with writing on the backs. So those are, like, people that put curses and shit and put it under it literally for the priest to step on to, like, resemble, like, fuck, like, just fuckery. Like, they are really cursing the 
fuck out of those people. Oh my god, do not ever <laughs> piss off Armenians. Okay. So they put your image subterranean. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like they kind Dirt of level. they curse. Yeah. But you know, um, there's also like the reversal of these. So you need to go to like an Armenian psychic. And of course, listen, uh, we were joking earlier, but I feel like I have to reiterate this because there might be some Armenians listening and getting pissed. I don't speak for all Armenians, okay? Some Armenians do this, others don't. There are some Armenian atheists that don't even believe in church. So like, let's not, you know, group them all together. Of course, of course. Okay? I just feel like I have to say that. That is a disclaimer. <laughs> That's a disclaimer. <laughs> an I don't Armenian speak disclaimer. for all the Armenians. Yeah. But yeah, stuff like that was happening. I have like a personal story with it as well. Like yeah, well not me technically, my mom. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, did she? I need a new did she, she was the one that got cursed. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, it was pretty fucked up. So and what did she did, did? Was she able to like lift it? She was in time, luckily. What was the situation that got her cursed? That someone Being said married fuck to her my wellness. Dad. <laughs> really? <laughs> it was by my grandma, her, her mother-in-law. <gasps> Yes. Oh yes. All right, that's a new Shit. level of family drama. Right? Like, that is like, so far beyond. You've been on Jerry Springer. I know. <laughs> My family curses each other. <laughs> no, it was, you know, when Armenian they first... Armenian Jerry Springer just has a cauldron in the middle. Right? Of that. <laughs> Jerry, in the middle, the blue eyes right? everywhere. But it was just, you know, they hated each other being first. You know, it's always no. like that drama. And then funny enough, my grandma towards the end, I was living with her in high school, middle school and high school. And my grandma loved me living with her, my dad's mom. But my mom and my grandma yeah. came up with that idea that I moved to Pasadena and live with her. So she <laughs> loved my mom for that now towards the end. But I don't know if she forgot that she put a hex <laughs> Or what, but, you know, she was really cool with my mom towards the end, you know, before she passed away, meaning. Is there a lifespan of that hex? Like, once she passed away, does it end, or does that no, just follow No, I mean, the lady that my mom took it to was, like, it was supposed to kill her on, like, a certain birthday. Yeah. It was some really freaky Did shit. Did she know which birthday? Or is it just... The one that she... That year that she was able to take it oh, and get really? it. Yeah. She was gonna die on the freeway. This is, of course, all, like, myth type shit. Right. Some shit is not real. So, like, I don't know. But that's what happened. And I was like, what the fuck? <gasps> and, of course, a lot of people also believe... Like, if you don't believe in that shit, it doesn't affect you. Mm -hmm. If you're really into it and you're attracting that kind of feeling, obviously some bad shit will happen, you know? But there are people that will very evil shit on other people in this world. And it's not its not only pertaining to the Armenian community. Of course. No, no, no. no. Of course but, not. You know, that's why you have the blue eyes and we always carry, we have it in our houses, we have yeah. it in our cars, in our businesses. I'm about right. to go buy one. Right? Oh, my God. I would have yes. contacts in just so I have the blue eyes at all times. And the best, I think the best joke that I do, like, in Armenian or in English that yeah. all Armenians love is, like, um, you know, on Facebook, we need the evil eye button. Because, <laughs> like, because I don't give a shit what they're doing. Like, can you imagine? Because it's, oh, I'm trying to remember how I used to do the joke. I was like, oh, there's this bitch that keeps going on vacation. I just want to be like, oh, like, you know, <laughs> uh, meaning, like. Eye like the evil eye to them, and she breaks her leg on vacation. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I broke my leg. I was like, Cancun. I was like, oh, you shouldn't have. Uh, you should have taken a blue eye with you, bitch. Like, and like they Fuck really laugh. At, yeah, <laughs> they really laugh Fuck at that. Well. That really gets them every time. Like a nice they wanna, mini curse. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know how you can curse do the light. reactions? Just do like an evil eye reaction, like a little curse, you know? All right, we're going to play a game. This game is called Porn Chowder. So the, the game is we're going to read a quote. Certain nerds are going to be blanked out of it. You're going to try to guess whether it's a soup recipe or an excerpt from a romance novel. Perfect. Lavana, you're going to play too. Okay. Mary and Lavana are going to play excited. against each other. Oh, yes. Okay, so what an about, example. Can it be a sexy soup novel? Uh, ideally, the quotes ride the line. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sexy. You're talking about like soup porn. food play? Yeah. Food erotica? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Eat erotica? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that's true mukbang. Yeah. Right? Actually. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right, so you guys are going to play against each other. Okay. I'm going to keep score. Ooh. Yeah. Sorry, you got pita, got pita bread in the center of the... Uh... All right, so an example would be blank, blank, vigorously for 20 minutes, blank, blank. And you'd have to guess whether that's porn or a romance novel or a soup recipe. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. So we're going to start. <clears throat> First one, move blank hand up and down a couple of times, then push blank blank to make things a little easier. That is so funny. That's a good question. Is it an adult romance or is it a soup recipe? I'm going to say adult romance. I'm going to say recipe. It is an adult romance. This is from I'd Love to Wake Up for You off the site Literatica by Flower Pattern. (laughs) Jesus Christ. That's the one for Lamana. so funny. Okay. All right, here we go. Next one. Blank, blank, slowly, blank, picking up the pace. Now I don't know anymore. Picking up the pace. I'm going to say that's erotica. Picking up the pace, mm-hmm. that does sound like, like, because you wouldn't say, like, oh, you know, beat the whatever, and then picking up the pace. Erotica. All right, you're both right. Woo! Wow. Good call. All right, all right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you wouldn't, I don't know what you're going to find out this seat. entire game is just erotica. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, next one. Working over blank, blank, the tip of blank, blank. To release juices. <laughs> I mean, come on. Um, I'm gonna go with recipe. I'm gonna say erotica again. I think he's. I think he was. Mary, me. this one's yours. Oh. This is from a Maine and lobster and corn chowder recipe off Ooh. Martha Stewart. You guys are Martha tied Stewart at two is and a two. Fucking yeah. dirty bitch. <laughs> 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 All right, next one. Stainless steel bowl, blank, blank, a spinach leaf, and blank, blank, thigh. I'm going to go with recipe, because if this is erotica, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. (laughs) I was saying erotica, because there are some freaky people in this world who I I don't know what you would use the silver bowl for. Levana is right. It's it's erotica. (laughs) What the fuck? It is from the story Lunch by Mark Stewart (laughs) from Best American Erotica in 1997. (laughs) Can we read the whole thing on that? I need the whole thing. The quote is, stainless steel bowl and pulled out a spinach leaf and laid it on her thigh. Ooh. 
What did they do with the bowl? I didn't read that far. Oh. The research for Pinky. this was awful. I bet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I should have read the the ones from before. So the first one was move blank hand up and down a couple of times, then push blank blank to make things a little easier. I move my hand up and down a couple of times, then push your boxers down to make things a little easier. Wow. Blank blank slowly, blank blank picking up the pace, sucking you slowly, then picking up the pace. This is a children's (laughs) show. (laughs) Uh, All right, so the next one. What's the score? Score right now is Levana three, Mary two. Ooh. We're halfway through. Um, all right. Next one. Blank. Face as you blank blank the curve of the sausage, blank blank hand. I swear to God, if this is erotic, I am so done. I'm gonna say recipe because there's sausage involved. No, that's definitely erotic. Lavana has it again. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh my god. This, this is, is from The Vegetarian by M.I. Blue, an erotic Ooh. story. Please read us the... About something. With one hand and the bloody raw meat with the other, <laughs> packed down inside his jockey shorts. Wow. Wow. I am not in... Okay. Okay. That's, wow. This one, too much to blank at one sitting. Too much to blink at one sitting. I'm going to go with recipe. I'll say erotica. Mary's got that one. Oh. It's a recipe. It's Natasha's Kitchen Loaded Potato Soup. Recipe, too much to consume at one sitting. Could also be erotica. Yeah. This one is completely (laughs) unedited. I drowned myself in this epic creaminess. (laughs) Bro. This one I have to say erotica. No, I'm gonna say soup because I do that with broccoli cheddar. The creaminess. I, I, I drown myself in its epic creaminess all over my face. Lavana takes it. Creamy wow. chicken and mushroom soup <laughs> from damndelicious.net. Yeah, see, I I knew. I know that feeling of of wanting to take a bath in soup. So. All right, last one. <laughs> I relate. I relate. Oh, you know what? I've got, I got another one. It's just not as good. I know that's a great setup. We'll do a, little, uh, a tiebreaker if we need to. Actually, no. Okay, so I blank it both ways and honestly don't care for blank. Erotica. Erotica. <laughs> yeah. You guys are both wrong. It's egg drop soup what? from She Wears Many Hats. Wow. I've made it both ways and honestly don't care for adding it. Referring to cilantro. Yeah. Well, the- <laughs> All right, wow. that concludes Porn Chowder. <laughs> I love the it. score, Levana 5, Mary 3. Mary, thank you for playing thank you. Porn yes. Chowder. <laughs> that was interesting. Yeah. All right, Mary, thank you so much for being on the show today. It was awesome. Uh, I learned a ton, uh, but mostly how I'm going to start cursing people next. Nice. Thank you for having me. This was really fun. <laughs> and you can follow Mary on Instagram. Her handle is at... Mary B626, Funny Armenian Girl. Search Funny Armenian Girl. Yeah, Moses loves saying Unintentionally. (laughs) Moses is a person. She doesn't mean the guy from the Bible. Yeah. (laughs) Although he'd love the use of the word. Moses would also love that. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Ladle to the Grave. 
We hope you found it informative and entertaining and brothy. So brothy. So until we eat again. Have a super day. 